Off a high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores. J.D. Page. Boy, Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low, Hornung, dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10, here's Van Pelt. He's at the five, touchdown Colorado State. The wait is finally over. DraftKings is the official betting partner of DNVR, and they are bringing legal sports betting right here to Colorado. Before you know it, sports will be back, and it will be way more fun when you have a little bit of skin in the game. The best way to get in on the action is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This isn't some offshore operation like, I don't know, other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. There are sports bets futures you can make right now, free survivor pool bets on TV shows like Chopped and Shark Tank. Heck, you can even bet on the weather if you're really jonesing for it. That's a tough bet in Colorado, but hey, they give you the option. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get up a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter the code DNVR and get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Joining me today, we've got a special guest, the D-Line, which That's is right. not even his real name, <laughs> Eric. What if that was my real name? <laughs> On the birth certificate. The D-Line. Yeah, I mean, it's just D-Line. No, no, duh. I mean, come on. It's D-Line, or again, my actual name is Eric. So but the Eric. the is for like dramatic effect. Like It's I like see. the Ohio State, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I see, I see. You're the D-Line. There are other D-Lines in the yeah, world. But, but not quite like me, that's but right. But not the D-Line. <laughs> that's right, that's a great point. Uh, I can't believe I corrected you on that, I'm embarrassed. It's all right, man. Well, <laughs> next, time, next time, you'll just know that I'm always right. That's but not, not when it comes to this. We are actually going to be debating... A little bit of fashion design, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be talking about the CSU uniforms from over the years. Uh, I really wanted to bring Eric on to get his perspective. One, because he does this for a living. But two, because basically anytime I like any uniform or retro thing ever, Eric shoots me down and tells me why it sucks. <laughs> so I thought it would be a good perspective to get him on here because I don't think we will agree all that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, loves these uh, conflict pods. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, before we jump into this, though, how you doing, man? You look you look a little bit better than the last time I saw you. I think it's we're just more used to quarantine is what it is, though. Um, well, I don't know when the last time I saw you was, but I did recently take a shower. So I think that that probably is way. That's probably, it was probably just like one of those funks where it'd been a day or two or five, who knows? Yeah. I, um, I've made the pact with not only myself, but with the universe that I won't cut 
a single follicle in my head until I'm let, until I'm set free from this prison. And so uh, my beard has grown unwieldy. It, it has become unwieldy, uh, unwieldy. And then uh, my hair on the top of my head has become ridiculous to the point of uh, it's, I can't possibly not wear a hat even when I'm inside. So <clears throat> all told um, I do have a very caveman aesthetic going right now. And you probably caught me in the most caveman against uh, <laughs> things get a little rough. Sometimes I'll, I'll be the first to admit. Honestly, man, like I've always wanted to grow a beard, but I don't really think I can even yet. It's definitely a lot better than it used to be, but I Yo. keep doing this thing where I go like 15 days and then I, it looks awful. Cause it's that in between <laughs> stage yeah. and I just can't look at myself anymore. And so yeah. I shave it. I've done mm-hmm. this like four times in the last two months. See, so I, problem- I never commit. Here's the problem is that you'll never be granted an opportunity like this one to grow out terrible facial hair and see exactly where it can go because you can't show up to work with just like a like a patchy, awful, homeless man's beard. But I mean, where are you going? You know what I mean? Like, so you just got this is your opportunity to really see what you got. And um, if you don't take advantage, I just don't know what to tell you. That's a good point. Maybe I'll start going for it. I don't know. The other day, the last time I shaved, I thought about leaving the mustache, but then oh, I was just that's like, a, that's even worse. That's so much worse. That's, in fact, I think you with the mustache, you might uh, immediately get arrested for being uh, you know, suspect of a pedophile or something. It would go one of two ways. It would look absolutely <laughs> awful or it would like somehow look okay because I have such a baby face that like maybe it would bring some distinguishedness like into the, into the equation. Do you know who John Waters is? I do not, but I feel like I should. Just you should look up. You should look up John Waters once this is over, and just right. know that you would one hundred percent be John Waters. <laughs> is that a bad thing? Should I? I, I just want to know ahead of time. It's, it's not a great thing. It's not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm one of those dudes that like excessively gets his hair cut normally because I have like mm-hmm. the tight crew cut. So for yeah. me, like going like two and a half weeks, three weeks is a long time without a haircut. Yeah. And now that I'm on like 10 or 11. Yeah. It's a pole paradigm shift, my man. You really got to see. And that's the thing is like, maybe this whole time you've been um, fooling yourself thinking that you were a high and tight guy when you really should have been a a long and shaggy dude. You just never really understand, you know, you never let yourself find out what what was out there. So that's where, that's the journey I'm on right now. I might, I don't, I have it. The hair might stay just because at this point I'm curious what it would look like long. Like maybe I'll, maybe I'll get like a mullet gun or something. I don't even know. Who's going to judge you? Really? Who's going to judge you at this point? Like they should judge themselves if they're judging you for your hair at this point. That's a good point. There are definitely other (laughs) things worth worrying about right now that have nothing to do with (laughs) vanity or hair. No, I would say this is still number one. This is the number one concern everybody should have is whether or not they should grow a mustache or a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I sent a picture of David Koresh or whatever the dude that was in Waco. <laughs> Waco, yeah. I sent that to my friends and I was like, I think by like September, I could have like a mullet going better mm-hmm. than his. And they were like, don't use a cult leader as a fashion <laughs> icon. Well, all the same, I mean, you know, he was very popular amongst his crowd. That's what so. I said. He was like a rock star. I don't know. It was kind of... To he did people. something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously he didn't have mass appeal, but all you need is to dominate a niche. And so... <laughs> oh, man. We will, uh, I guess we'll jump into the, the actual conversation here because I don't know where it'll go if I keep talking about Waco. Yeah, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> exactly. That's That's a risky move. We could have jumped right into Baylor, but we probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go for it. Hot takes. All right. Um, 
Eric graduated from CSU in, was it 99 or 2000? It was the year 2000, my boy. The, the year, year 2000. 2000. <laughs> yes. Full 20 years. <laughs> Absolutely. That's true. I hadn't really even thought about that, but I have graduated college 20 years ago. What a depressing thing to say out loud. I think the worst part is the campus itself has obviously grown and, and the school is doing great. But the things that we care about, sports, yeah, oh, oh my, have just in, gone so downhill. In decline. In de- I don't even know if you can say in decline anymore. I think that they are just in uh, ruins. They're in absolute ruins. Well, it's not. It's not. Qu- I mean, the 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 lowest of the low would have been like two thousand, like ten. So we're not quite like okay, not the pit. All right. But also not like not anywhere near the sunshine. It's like when you start a diet and you start working out and you can't run at all, and then mm-hmm. you're proud of yourself because you can run like a half mile, and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm an athlete." And then you remember, "Oh wait, no, I'm not." So we are we're running a half mile right we're, now. We're running a half mile right now, but feeling good about it, like taking pictures and posting on Instagram, like yeah. telling people we're trying to get better. Yeah, we bought a whole new outfit uh, that is the new stadium that, you know, we're going to, our new beach bot is eventually going to fit into. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, that is the classic move, especially now. Buy the workout clothes before mm-hmm. you're in shape. Get them first. Yep. Exactly. And then when you're <laughs> jacked and cut, you'll already yeah. have them. You'll be thinking, why didn't I do this sooner? Simple, simple. I'm at the point in my life where I, I have uh, shirts and stuff that I really like. And if they are a shade too small, I just get rid of them now. Like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even like, keeping them in the closet like oh i'll probably like shrink back into this i'm like well that's a that's a time that's gone pie uh, <laughs> that again <laughs> oh man you gotta teach me your ways though because i i've literally reorganized my entire like closet and everything today and i oh, yeah. with the mindset like all right you actually have to get rid of some things like find some <laughs> stuff for goodwill find some stuff to give yeah. your brother and his roommates i think i picked out like four shirts total you know it Listen, uh, it's painful sometimes to get rid of, I mean, especially if you're uh, the type of chap that picks, you know, that has very distinct discerning tastes and it's not easy for you to buy things in the first place. It's even harder to get rid of them. Um, but you know, you just start, you chisel away, you take a look, you, you take a look again. Uh, you can make it a multi-day process, maybe a multi-year process, but you know, four at a time, it's fine. You can just chip away at that base. I'm getting there a little bit. I kind of have to though, because I have a bunch of crap at my parents' house and I've been out of my parents' house for like five or six years now. And so my yeah, dad was yeah. like, hey man, like if there's anything here that you want, you better like claim it because otherwise <laughs> it's going out. And I was like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that I'm, uh, I'm now living in a post-material world. Like I, as a 41, soon to be 42 year old man, I've come to realize that I don't like stuff anymore. I'm mean, like not really into stuff. So it's very easy for me to walk away from things. Like I, I try to have like only a few things and like the, all the things I have are nice. And then all the, like I, I, I allow no crap in my world anymore. And so then like the, the way to, to solve or to, to cure yourself of, of wanting a bunch of stuff is to move several times. See, but I have, and that's the problem. It's still not <laughs> teaching. And well, it ha- it's taught me a little bit. Like you should have saw me in like 2016, but oh, once yeah, you move yeah. five times, Yep. No, I listen. I, I've I've been there. You know, I mean, possessions are a big deal um, when it, they're hard to come by. But then I'm sentimental we, is my biggest problem. I keep crap that literally, like, it's. I even know, like, this is stupid. Why am I keeping <laughs> this? And I'll be like, 
but so and so gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's the thing. You gotta like, you gotta find other ways to uh, remember things like photos and, and uh, digital photos and songs and things that like will jog your memory. But like, you know, like the ticket stub from whatever game. You can let that go. It's, it's oh, dude, I kept every <laughs> ticket stub from every sporting event for fifteen years, probably. <laughs> That'll be. That'll fetch you a pretty petty on the open market here at a certain point. You'll be happy you held on to every one of those pieces of literal paper. <laughs> the worst part, like sometimes I would take like, cause my grandparents had Broncos season tickets. They would like save them for me and they'd give them to me. I was like, why am I keeping these? I didn't even go to that game. <laughs> they just know that you are the, uh, I don't know, the sentimental receptacle. Like, like, I guess, bro, man. I think it's more, they're just like, we have crap and we don't want it. And Justin <laughs> yeah. will always take it. Yeah, that's just it. You need to you need to divorce yourself from the crap. Just find the few things that are important and get awesome versions of it and then just let everything else go. 2021 goals is to to learn how to <laughs> let go apparently. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so what are we talking about here? We're talking about what? So uniforms. we're talking uniforms and there've been a lot of change. I mean, Generally speaking, Colorado State's uniform is pretty tried and true in terms of the helm, the horn helmet, um, and then obviously green and gold being the foundations of the uniforms. But they've just had so many different variations over the years, different shades of green, different shades of gold. Some weren't even gold. They were just yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, And I guess you can probably make this uh, link available to your uh, adoring audience of this page that we're looking at where it chronicles the entire history of the CSU Rams football programs, uniforms, uh, starting back in the 1920s, I believe. Yeah. Shout out Um, to the collegian for putting this together, by the way, I love student media, love the collegian. They do great stuff, but this is really dope. A lot of these uniforms I was not even familiar with, especially the twenties and thirties and stuff. You weren't familiar with the twenties uniforms. Of the, you know, I, I'm a bit of a history guy, but uh, I can't say that I'm I'm super aware of twenties football fashion. Unbelievable! So I grew up in Fort Collins. I went to CSU. Um, I've never seen half of these. Like I would I had no like no concept that any of these existed. In fact, when they brought um, the orange and green back this last season, I was like. Oh, and then they they touted it as you know a historic color combination. I was like, I've I've literally never <laughs> that in my entire life, and it was jarring to me. It scared me. I, I'll be honest. But as you can tell, here, Eric has watched a lot of CSU over the last fifteen years. <laughs> well, I mean, when they brought it back, I mean, you know, when they brought back the orange, I have watched a fair amount, but. Um, I mean, not as not as much as when I was going. I'll be honest. It's that run thing, right? Like it's been bad for a while. Oh yeah, it's like I can't exactly blame you there. You know, <laughs> but let you me really missed out on those three and nine years. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. So, 1920s. We start off with a orange leather helmet, green, forest green uh, jersey here with lines on the front, like bars on the front that looks like uh, like a punk album. And orange pants and green socks. What What is your feeling on orange and green as a color combination? So I dig it, but it has to be done right. And when they first brought back the green and orange in like 2010 or 11, whatever it was, it was back with Russell. It was not great. It was pretty 
sloppy and it just, it didn't fit well. I think they've actually kind of perfected it at this point. To me, the best look is when you do the white pants with the orange jersey and the green helmet versus mm. doing the the green, orange, green. I just think it makes you look too much like a pumpkin. It's a lot of pumpkin going on. In fact, I think the name, the official name of that orange is... It is. It's pumpkin. pumpkin. It is. It's yeah. pumpkin and alfalfa green. Yeah, pumpkin and alfalfa. That's a little bit rough. That's a, that's a tough... Uh, that's a tough way to try and intimidate an opponent with pumpkin and alfalfa. It sounds like a delightful uh, tea or maybe like... <laughs> <laughs> Celestial seasoning seasons, I think, has that. Yeah, pumpkin alfalfa. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not a fan of this orange and green. Like I, like the, I, I was trying to think, I, I guess the only other example of orange and green I can think of is the Miami Hurricanes, right? Like, Which I also it, like, so I... I it just kind of depends. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's, I mean, I, it's not traditional. I just think it's unique. It pops a little bit more than the green and gold does. I, yeah. it, I like the way that it unites people in the stands. It's kind of like the Broncos yeah, orange the versus orange. blue argument. You when you have all the orange in the stands, it looks kind of cool versus when it's a hodgepodge. Yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, I guess orange and blue. Uh, orange and blue at least are complementary colors. You know, if you look at a color wheel, they're on they're they're positioned yeah. on the opposite side of one another, and so they're like a they have a natural attraction to one another. And in fact, like a lot of uniforms use those colors, like uh, yellow and purple is a are complementary colors, and green and red, which actually that's not that off because Christmas sort of like stole kind of dominate the <laughs> yeah. It's like the Minnesota Wild, and that's yeah. it. and they actually have pretty yeah. cool uniforms, even though I hate them so so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they have like not, like they have nice shades of of, of green. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I can't. I, I like for the Broncos. I like orange uh, because obviously, I mean, it's just a historical color. It just is the Broncos, um, and you can't really divorce one from the other. Um, I like that it does, like you're saying, like it unites people in the crowd. You just have like a sea of orange. Um, orange on its own is like one of the worst colors to wear. That's um, the thing is it's it sucks in any other context. Like I have yeah. so much Broncos gear. Yeah, and it's like you always I just don't wear like it unless it's yeah. a Broncos situation. <laughs> it's impossible. Right. See, this is the debate I have a lot with uh, internally as well as just with others about, you know, what makes a successful uniform design for a sports team. And, you know, there's like different things to take into consideration. Um, and one of them is just like how it looks on the field, how it um, – you know, looks in the context of the sport itself, but then you do have to really take into consideration, like how people are able to rep your team outside of the stadium environment and like be able to, to go forth into the world and, and sort of uh, make that team part of themselves. And so the Broncos, I mean, they're just so popular. I, I, I don't, if they weren't a successful franchise, I don't know that we would feel so strongly about orange and blue. No, I totally um, agree. And like, these are, and I have like no design, like I, but these are even thoughts that I've had to myself. Like the Nuggets rebrand, I think is a great example of that with going from a, a color that, you know, I, I liked the original white and powders when they went to it in like 03. But yeah. then they kind of evolved over the years and they yeah. featured darker blues and yellows and stuff. And real bad. Got real bad, got real, real bad, real quick. And, <laughs> and now they have like such a clean, crisp design and they're yeah. like fashionable. Yeah, that's the thing. Like uh, 
powder blue looks good on Allen Iverson. <laughs> and that, yeah, if you're mellow, it looks cool when he's dunking. But. Yeah, yeah, but then like if you're like an aging man in the crowds, like myself, or a super pale white kid with no <laughs> biceps, yeah, and you try to wear powder blue, a powder blue tank top, it's you, suddenly the the design flaw becomes very apparent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like the Nuggets, the Nuggets took on like a much more daily wearable palette which i personally appreciate very much because navy blue i mean like it's very you can wear that i mean it's a literal neutral so um that's uh that's something i really appreciate so the fact that csu started from orange and green to me was it was uh not something i realized or really appreciate and um, i'm glad they transitioned from it if you look at the first image here it, Folks, I hope you're definitely going to this website uh, here at the Collegian. You'll find the web. You'll find the URL with, with this uh, podcast. Yeah, we'll share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if not, you're going to be very lost. But you know what? Um, well, I mean, a lot of the CSU fans <laughs> they they know a lot of these uniforms. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not the 20s and 30s, but the well. So let's let's then look at the like the 30s. The CSU uniforms from the 30s might be the most tragic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know what's happening. That that looks like they just like they kept the old pants because they're like we don't have the budget. But we'll what's up with these pants? These pants like these <laughs> these look like um, pants that a mom would wear in a Pixar movie. Where like they're like waist brownish really orange high, high waist, well, and they're just like big dump tr- dump truck uh, behinds, and like they're just like oddly proportioned. Um, but my God, what is going on here with this like this arrow? line that goes across the middle and the pale green body of the uniform wow what a what a rough time the 1930s were. the 30s were awful we can just summarize it as that like it it <laughs> but they did they did bring green and yellow that's where the yellow the that's yellow where, yeah. was born from the 1930s but that's really the only thing that can be taken from that time. <laughs> I mean, look at the 40s too the 40s are like a like these helmets are like a weird, like it looks like a duck. Michigan ripoff. Yeah, it's like a Michigan ripoff without the uh, lines going back. I don't even know what. I don't even understand what the uh, like. What's going on with these helmets? Like, what? <laughs> what do they do? They didn't put a lot of thoughts into the helmets back then. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I mean, this is this, this is what Thurman Thumb McGraw was wearing. Good old Thumb. Um, that was or back fun. when you just had to be tough, man. They didn't care what they it's looked true. like. Well, that's just it. Like you could make fun of Fum all you wanted for wearing this ridiculous helmet uh, jersey combination, but it, to your own peril. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're going by Fum, like I think you're just like that dude, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. All right. So the fifties is when we finally start to get into the fifties is when we start bit, to get like the CSU look, a little bit recognizable, still. Uh, people had not considered wearing face masks while playing football during the 50s, which <laughs> seems like I, the first thing I would have come up with had I been involved. Um, <laughs> but they, this, there, this is the first time we see this, the, the now recognizable horn pattern on the side of their helmets. And it started off with the bone horns, which we, we've seen come back in recent days. Um, so what are your feelings on the bone horn versus the symbolic smooth horn? You know, this is an interesting one because the bone horn has a lot of uh, cachet with the Ram fans right now. They're stoked about it. And really, 
Yeah, like they they loved when they made the bone horn ag helmet. They loved when CSU introduced the white alternate with the green bone horn. Interesting. Why I is think that it, CSU fans? What 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 is it CSU? What do you enjoy about the the bone horn CSU fans? I think it just has to do with the fact that it's different. It's it yeah, looks a little it, different than the you know the Los Angeles Rams. Right, um, right. And so I think it's a uniqueness factor. But also I just think at some point like you just kind of want what you're not used to. Yep. When I was growing up with the Broncos, it's novelty. Yeah, like I loved the orange alternate. I had an orange Rod Smith jersey <laughs> in like elementary school. It used to absolutely infuriate me that they would only wear the orange jerseys like once every couple of years. And yeah. now, like when they wear the all blues or the blue with white pants, I'm like, oh, I love these. So I, I just think it has to do with the fact that it's like different, and that's all that it, it really is. So basically, you just don't like what's going on in your life currently ever. So you're just looking for the other side of the other side. The grass the, is always greener. <laughs> yeah, the bone, the horn is always more bony on the other side. <laughs> I do not like the bone horn. I am not a fan of the bone horn. It is the like it's stylized and realistic at the same time but it's like gross realistic it's like it looks like a halloween costume or something it does <laughs> like, kind of look like it does have that like jack skeleton type <laughs> yeah. feel to it yeah i don't i don't like i mean are are i don't think horns are bones are they are they technically bones a horn i have no idea dude <laughs> it's made out of something it's not like it is, but made I, out of is it I like marrow that. like a bone i don't know i have um, no idea well, if only we had attended a uh, animal-based university that has right. If only this <laughs> this abundant information wouldn't have been available to me. But uh, so I go back um, and forth on it, though. To be honest, I like when I think of the shiny, like traditional green and gold, like BVP on Thursday night under the bright oh, yeah. lights. Like that oh, looks yeah, sick to me. Oh yeah, baby. But then oh, when yeah, I baby. see, but then when I see it, like on like in on a Saturday afternoon. Like when it's 11 a.m., I'm like, eh, it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I honestly do think it looks cooler at night. And maybe that's all in my head. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. It just, what I'm learning is that you don't like anything that's happening right now. <laughs> exactly. Whatever they did, I wanted the opposite. <laughs> you wanted what we, what we used to have. It was so sweet. <laughs> Nothing has ever gotten better ever, people. Remember that. <laughs> just remember. Our best days are behind us. <laughs> Think your new stadium rules. I wanted Hughes, baby. No, I totally wanted the new stadium. But... Did you go, did you go to Hughes a lot? You... Oh yeah. I went to, I, I went to the, my first, uh, two years of school were, Hughes, or Hughes three time. years, I guess, technically. Yeah. Hughes for me was like just such a pain he has to get to. See, that's the that was the problem with it, is yeah. it's off of horse to actually live directly across from where Hughes used to be. And it's super weird because like you can't it doesn't even look like a stadium was there anymore. No, I know. I can't believe it. What did they do? It's it just like gone. Like for a while you could still kind of see, but now like the grass has grown over and stuff, and they're still trying to determine what to do with the land. It's oh, kind of contested at the moment. Um, let me let me let me see if I can guess. Uh, they'll build um, apartments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the problem is, is that a lot of people want CSU to turn it into affordable housing for university employees. Yo, my dad owns a um, sixplex, or he at least he did own a sixplex right off of. Um, Oh, what street is that? Vine something? Not Vine. Uh, anyway, Vine I can't is remember. a street in Fort Collins. Yeah, yeah, it is, that's that is true. I'm trying, I cannot remember the name of the street that he owned an apartment off of. Anyway, um, I always grew up thinking like 
there were no bad areas in Fort Collins, but my dad owned a sixplex on the one bad street in Fort Collins. And it was like, it's like real, it's real gnarly over there. Right? It's like not a place. I've, I don't even. I've like, lived you, in like the low income areas of Fort Collins for most of like the last four years, just because of for like budgetary. <laughs> it's definitely a lot different than like, I mean, it's still like comparatively, like my grandma oh, lived off like Colfax, like that compared to. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then you go, I mean, when you, when I, when I lived on the East Coast, like when you go to a bad area on the East Coast, you're like, oh, wow. I oh, yeah. Baltimore is a real place, huh? <laughs> I have to leave immediately. Like the second you cross the street and you're like in the wrong area, you're like, yep, this is the wrong area. I, what am I doing here? Versus in Fort Collins, you're like, oh, this is the bad, oh, this is the bad place. Oh, it's fine. Whatever. Like, so, yeah, just maybe don't like stare at that guy or something. <laughs> or, but. or do. It's fine. Who cares? He's fine. He's harmless. Um, yeah. So not, not really. So I don't know. Maybe affordable housing in that area could be like my dad's six bucks. Or maybe the, the street was bad because my dad didn't maintain his six bucks. I don't know. Maybe he brought it down. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, let's just fast forward here a little bit. I mean, let's, yeah, we'll got, just jump forward to the uniforms people actually But I'm understand. just saying, so like, right. Like, so it looks like the gold, yellow was dominant through the 60s, the 70s. The 70s have a very Packers vibe. Um, super Packers vibe. Like it's not even slightly gold. It's like mustard yellow. Straight, straight yellow. Straight yellow. Oh yeah. They even call them their Packers resembling uniforms. Yeah. And they had yellow helmets with green horns. Awful. Man, these are bad, aren't they? Holy cow. The seventies were rough. The eighties were rough. Same thing. We've got this. I think it's basically the same. It looks like the shade changed slightly from the 70s to 80s. It's rough times, USA, in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, with these uniforms. I just didn't know this, like, really rocky, troubled history that CSU had. It would have came to. (laughs) Like, I just, you know, I feel like I'm learning so much about, like, a friend of mine. And then he grew up on the, the hard streets and you know, I just never really gave him the benefit of the doubt. So now we're in the nineties, nineties or that's, this is my CSU. This is where I was paying attention. This is where I was going to football games. This, this was CSU's I, also their best uniforms. Absolutely. This is where I was attending the university. We've got the gold pants that are gold. It's actually gold. Thank um, you. Why can nobody make gold pants? It's gotta be like a, the, the fabric or something that they use in these like, moisture wicking things that they can't yeah, like but everybody's know. gold pants in 2020 are straight khaki and i hate it <laughs> i hate it when you look at the like 90s games and you see these highlights it pops so much they look gold well they've got a they've got a sheen to them they're shiny so that you know that gold needs to shine baby i'm a simple i'm not that intelligent so if you just make it shiny i'm like ooh. <laughs> It's really all it takes. Exactly. Just make it shiny, baby. <laughs> yeah. What's the problem? Make that make that baby shine. That's all. That's all we need. Um, so I mean, this is this is classic as it gets, right? Like, so my thing always with uniform design is that um, people just love to muck it up. They just like to add stuff and they like to add outlines and stripes and sides and there. And um, like these are just not that. They the, the there's no outlines around the numbers, which I love. I love when the numbers are just, you either have one outline around them or zero. But once you get up to a second and a third color, like that's when things start to get, like they start to fall off the, the rails for me. It gets too, it's just too much. So this is just flat 
like look at that 44 just like flat color strong <clears throat> like numbers popping off you know there's a patch here or there but obviously they've added them after the fact they're not really part of the design one little logo on the pants um and you know we just move on with our lives and it looks great it's clean um and it, it the color the the way the two colors work in tandem is really nice like the 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 green itself is like so dark and powerful and the, the gold like is not obtrusive it doesn't you know it sort of allows the the green to be the the star of the show which i appreciate i can't tell if they show it here or not but they did make a slight tweak. If you look in the late 90s, they changed the number font slightly to like a more... It doesn't even look like they have it there. I noticed it in the in the game yeah, we were watching. Yeah, I was looking for that. That, that, was, like, that one, they went crazy. It was like they made a drop shadow and a second one. They put like two numbers on top of each other and they put like three or four outlines around it. And it's like interesting. Like you asked me about it during the game. Um what I thought. And it's like, it's, it's like fun, you know, like I, yeah, I can appreciate it for the time that it was in. Um, but it's, you know, like if, if you look at here, our main man, Moses Moreno, I mean, look at that. It just, it's, it doesn't look as good as the simple font. Like you can tell it was like late nineties and they were like, we're trying to modernize it. <laughs> yeah. Man. And it just didn't what, work. This is what people do. I mean, like the, the thing about, uh, you know, I, I hate that we're calling it fashion, but the thing, the thing about fashion is that, um, it's constantly in motion and people just complicate things and then strip it down and complicate it and strip it down. And that's just like the way that it goes because, you know, people have a job every day where they have to come up with new things and they can't just be like, we're just going to keep the same. Uniform. Yeah. We can't so just keep it the same. <laughs> yeah, like. They're like, we got to come up with some new stuff. And so, you know, like, especially when you can get into like late nineties design, like it is just so tragic. It is just so tragic. And it's funny because, um, a lot of the people at DMVR are around your age. And I guess you guys are just like living through this like late nineties design for the first time when you had the ability to choose it for yourself and pick it out. And so you guys are all like a little bit enamored with it. And for me, like I lived through it in high school and I'm just like looking back like, Oh my God, no. I think it's just cause like, it's like, we can like, it's like our first association with a lot of the sports. Stuff. Yeah, so it's just maybe. like, Oh, I remember that. I like yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's like the, um, for me, like the ultimate example of this is that new, new uh, newly available um rockies turn back the clock oh they're awful but <laughs> but they're so cool like they're I know. <laughs> that's just they're like people love they're like like kids or i shouldn't say kids adults around kids. your age i'm 25 yeah. i'm a kid yeah. yeah okay that are seeing that and have the ability to purchase it for the first time are just they love it and i just cannot imagine a larger tragedy of a uniform or an aesthetic than that like it's just it, it's like um every time that there is a design direction that everybody sort of agrees upon like in the in the 90s it was like baggy jeans and baggy clothes mm -hmm. and like and you just like watch it progress and progress and progress till it hits its logical end which is like those like jenkos which are like pants that are like do you know what I'm talking about? When the I say massive, like, yeah. Just, like, yeah. that is the logical end of that 
trend. And like, as soon as you hit that, everyone's like, whoa, what are we doing? And then all of a sudden tight pants become a big thing. And then like they get tighter and tighter and tighter. And then at a certain point, everyone's like, what are we doing? So like, then they'll, they'll we're told that's what I'd say. We are totally going to hit a baggie. I, I tweeted about that a couple weeks yeah, ago. I was like, we've reached the point with, <laughs> yeah. with like athletic wear, especially I was thinking, talking about basketball shorts specifically. I like, we've gone all the way back to like seventies level short, short, it's like yep. at some point the yep. Allen Iverson like down to yep. your shins shorts are coming back. <laughs> oh, absolutely! As much as uh, as you kids love that '90s design, there's no chance it does not come back. It's going to make a comeback here very shortly. So prep yourself for that. I guess don't get rid of these old clothes because because you're going to need back. them. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but like look at this. so. Look at this Moses Moreno in 1997. This is my year. Like the 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 green has a little iridescence to it. There is striping along the collar, which is just such a nice little detail. It's not over the top. Um, it, this is just as good as it gets as far as CSU is concerned. There's no outlines around. This is the, the champion jerseys, which that in and of itself is just so fantastic. It makes me want one. Um, but then you get into the 2000s and they sort of maintain this. It doesn't change a lot. You can see. Yeah, like, Russell definitely like kept that champion identity. Yeah, yeah. They added little things. Like you can see they put the Colorado State um, word mark in the middle of the jersey, which see, like this is where you start to like add little bits and little bits. And like, it doesn't seem like a lot, but like th- that's, that's a lesser version of the jersey, I think. And when you start to add little pieces like that. Um, you know what? I think when I was younger, I would have been like, no, I like that it says Colorado State. Right. But I, I kind of agree with you. It doesn't, yeah. like, it doesn't add anything to it. Not at all. Not at all. And not only that, like, you know, the, these, the, the uniform is really about like how it, like I was saying, like how it looks on the field, like how it looks like in a game. And like, that's not like, if you squint your eyes, that just turns into like a weird little yellow shape, which is how people see it most because from the stands, you can't make out what that is. It doesn't really add to the aesthetic. It's like, I mean, that being said though, there are like, you do appreciate little fine details that are meant for the people wearing them. Like the nuggets have on one of their jerseys, they have like, 5280 or something that's sewn into the base. And yeah, I think it's on the Smile in. High City one. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be tucked in. And there's there little things that are like, you know, like when you put lining on the inside of a, of a nice jacket and it's like a cool pattern and people don't see it. And it's, but it's really just kind of for you. It's like, so I do appreciate little things like that. I don't feel like this Colorado State on the front of the jersey is, is an example of that. Um, although I do like, I do like the, on on this this BVP. I mean, I, first off, I love that BVP is wearing it. That's my man. And second off, I do like how they have just the solid gold um, around the collar and around each one of the openings of the of the arms on that on that green jersey. They've added a um, an outline around each one of the numbers, which. Um, like if you look, it, it all that does is it just sort of makes the number look a little blurry. Like it's not as sharp as if you look up at that Moses Moreno one. That's like that's just sharp, and then the yellow around the, the <clears throat> around the one sort of like makes a transition with your eye. Your eye sort of blends it in with that green a little bit, so it's just a little fuzzier. So in my mind, that's not as strong. So, it just, yeah, it just and it doesn't really pop as much. It might be the photo too, but 
Yeah, but it's just like that, just in general, like the design and like, but I mean, again, these are very, very small quibbles. I mean, we're obviously talking about essentially the same uniform. I do actually think I, I prefer like these 2000 jersey that are not as iridescent as the 1997 ones. I think actually are, are better in my view, um, but uh, just the color itself. I, I, I do, outside of the gold, the khaki, like I do prefer uniforms to not be shiny. Um but I think that's just a that's just a personal preference thing. But um, so that sort of takes us through the history of how we got to where we are. <laughs> and now um, let's see here. I've got I've got a page here that we'll we'll share, I guess, with everybody. Although probably all of your devout listeners are very familiar with our current the modern slate. uniforms. I think the, they the most current people. slate yeah. of, the, of the of modern uniforms, where man, there are a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> and they're all basically the same thing. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge is, of course, the official beer of DNVR. Right now, they need our help to keep the farmhouse kicking during this time. If you order a meal or beer from the farmhouse, use the code DNVR. Save $5 off. Nice. Super clutch. All you got to do, call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for your pickup order. They'll even bring it right out to your car for you. If you're like me, you're in Fort Collins, you can't really get down to the metro area right now. We're all in lockdown. That's okay, because I can still order some Breck beers directly to my house through the Drizzly app. Super clutch, beer right to my door. This is the future, people. This is the future. The 15-can sampler is the best bet for variety. Get a little bit of Avalanche Ale, maybe some Strawberry Sky, Vanilla Porter, whatever your fancy is, you'll have beer for everybody. That's the nice thing about Breck. They have just such a beautiful variety. Finally, if you want to get out of your house, you want to go support a local liquor store, you just want to get in there for a second, you can use the Breck Beer Locator to find the closest liquor store near you. It'll tell you exactly where it is, uh, where you can find all those delicious Breck brews, the nectar of the gods, if you will. Shout out to Breck. We love those guys. So what what of this slate of uniforms, which is your favorite uniform, your favorite base package here that you that the Rams wear? My favorite current CSU combo is actually green pants, white jersey, traditional helmet. Green pants, White oh so the first one up to the left, yeah. I, my thing about white jerseys, I I, I love white jerseys. I, I love my them. problem with the problem with the white jersey is that every single team has one. Yes, and that's usually the counter. Like people are there's like they're boring. A lot of people have them, but they just they're just, I don't. It looks cool. I think it's. I don't know, maybe it's just because I like wearing them because I think white jerseys are a little bit more fashionable mm. for like a fan's perspective. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah, I for me it's tough. It's always a t- the, the white jersey is always a tough sell for me because it just it, it just has it's like a default. Like nobody came up with it. It was just like, all right, and now we gotta do the white version. You know, it was like the the second or third thought that they had where they just like took whatever design they had and then you know made it the away version. But you know, I mean there's something to be said about <laughs> having that neutral the ultra neutral white and allowing the green to then pop off of it like really strongly um 
I just think the white and green work really well together. And I don't like the white pants with the green jersey as much. I don't like that at all. That feels like somebody just grabbed stuff in their closet and weren't really looking. And it's just like, like, oh, yeah. I, I really don't like how it says Rams on the pants currently either. That's like the same thing the Browns did when they put Browns on the side of their in the stripe. I don't, I don't, I don't like. It just feels like a, it's it's just like stuck on there. It doesn't feel like very intentional in my mind. They they got it. Yeah, it, it's just kind of thrown on there randomly. I like the if you look at the Ag Day uniforms now, they're white pants and they have orange uh, stripe on the yeah. side with green. Yeah. It's like a lot more intentional yeah. and it just, I think it works a lot better. I think you could do something like that and it would look better yeah. than just like the random Rams. On yeah. The that, that basically. Random Rams is rough. They, they got to drop that. That's no good. Um, yeah. That ag day. Let's talk about that. So this is obviously as you know, everybody knows they've been with us on this whole journey. They've been through the, through the whole history. <laughs> this is where we started off. Among other things. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we started off with this orange and the green. And so you like this. You think, did we talk about the, that this was from the hurricanes? Was that, were we recording then or not? I, I think we briefly okay, went over okay, it. Cool. Um, We've been all over the place. <laughs> that, this, is a, this is what I do. Hopefully you're still listening at this point. People. Nobody's listening. This is what I do to podcast, by the way. I, I just destroy the timeline. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this is a rough, rough combo. What don't you, I guess, from a design perspective, what don't you like about the Ag Day uniforms? So, the green and the orange are kind of like in the same world. They're, they're like the same level of intensity. The, the orange is as bright as the green is dark, right? And so, like, if I were to look at this, I, I guess I would say the orange is the most dominant color here just because it's the most uh, it is for sure, eye-catching. Yeah. Um, but I don't like that. I don't want, I don't want orange. Maybe it's because I've just grown up with CSU being green and gold. And so it's such a, a departure that it's difficult for my small brain to, uh, accept. But I also just, I don't like that color combination. Like I can't imagine a situation where I would pick those two colors to put them together. Really quick, Google 2014 Las Vegas Bowl CSU and look at the uniforms that they wore. They only wore these one time, but it was like an Ag Day white alternate that they created. And these are actually my favorite CSU jerseys. Two, what, what am I um, looking at? Ever. What am I looking at? 2014 uh, um, Las Vegas Bowl. And just look at the uniform CSU has on. Let's take a look. All right, images. And so for the people listening, these are, they're a white jersey. Oh, right. It has a green number with an orange trim. Yeah, I want, I actually did watch this. I, yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, make it gold. <laughs> I, I really like the white and orange. I think it's just less like, like we talked about earlier with orange being such dominant color and not really like being a traditional fashion color. Like you wouldn't wear like a orange shirt just out and about. No, and this, this orange, especially, this is a very, very assertive orange. <laughs> it's definitely intense. <laughs> this is a very assertive orange. Like this is, um, the Broncos use s s like a lesser version of this orange for their color rush unis, which is like, but this is, has a lot more red in it. Uh, the CSU one. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I, for me, it's just like, I can't, 
it's just like not the color combo for me. It's just really not. It's just not the color combo for me. <laughs> like I, it's definitely one of those color combos. I think. I mean, you're you literally design for a living. I do, yeah. So when it comes to color palette, <laughs> I'm gonna have to default and say that you are correct on this. But I like like the you brought up the Miami Hurricanes uniforms. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like those because you know, like you just don't really see green and orange together very much. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and. I guess I like that about it. I just like when it's not, you know, sure. like navy blue and red. Yeah, I can, one of the 18 million things you see. Yeah, I can appreciate that. Although I don't feel like there's a ton of green and gold. Is there out there? No. And I mean, like CSU has one of the more unique color schemes as is, but I don't know. I just, I like the, I like that it pops. I like that it brings the stadium together. Mm -hmm. I like the historical aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. And more than anything, I like that they all, like, they only wear it once a season, you know, yeah, they yeah, make yeah. a day out of it. Yeah. It's not like a, we're going to, this is our regular alternate. Like it's a celebration of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of it together. Like they, they could not bring this back to be the uniform. There's just like no way. People want it oh, though. Like I'd say if you, and I will, I'll do a poll from the Rams. No, I'll do it for my personal, just so we get more people. Um, I'll do a poll. I bet you at least 40% of CSU fans would prefer that this is the everyday uniform. This is what we're talking about. This is like, like this novelty thing where it's just like different, so it's cool. And then you're stuck. And then you you're like, okay, cool. Now we're rolling with orange and green. And then like a few years down the line, you're like, what did we do? This is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how beautiful this green and gold is. Why did we ever change? So so, what's the worst uniform in your opinion? Because to me, it's got to be the gray pants with the green jersey and green helmet. I hate that. That's look. pretty rough, man. That is pretty rough. Although they they at least have the right helmet. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably this bone green. Oh, you know what it is? It's the white jersey, gray pants, white and bone green helmet really because i think that looks better than the white than the gray and green but I just, you, helmet, all, but you hate the white helmet so i don't like that and i don't like that bone man i don't like that bone like but do you think the white gray and green like if purely from a color standpoint i think that that like color flows better the white gray, with the gray pants with the white jersey and the white bone helmet i mean it just it's like so nondescript there's just like nothing interesting about that jersey, that uniform in any way. Like the the gray pants, the white, and then the white. It's just like so boring. So boring. <laughs> I think CSU is only one wearing like the gray anything pants or tops one time. And it's actually that picture we can see. It was a terrible game uh, against the New Mexico at home. They literally tried to lose it so many times. Um, my God. Yeah, the gray, gray is not, gray, does, gray is no good. Here, guys. Bobo hated the gray uniforms. It was funny when they introduced them, like the players were super juiced about them. They were so stoked it's just because they were different. Yeah, of course. I actually liked them a lot when they came out. Yeah. And now when I look at them, I just don't like them anymore. Yeah, they feel very mismatched. They're not like, it's not a good, it doesn't, it doesn't. The problem is that they, they, they're not seeing any of these designs all the way through. Like the fact that they have um, this, like the gray and the helmet match don't match at all. There's like, they should make, if they want it to be like a cohesive uniform, like the face mask should be gray or there should be some sort of tie in so that it doesn't just feel like we made our uniforms gray and then we put our helmets on. And then like where they've got the gray pants and the green um, Jersey with the, with the helmet, like the bone horn 
on the shoulder pad should be gray so that it matches the pants. Like nothing matches here. They just like, everything's just thrown together. It's like the helmet. Well, part of the problem is they're trying to design things so that they can use them in multiple combinations. And that doesn't really work. Exactly. Like make, let's, let's make a cohesive uniform here. Let's not like make a, a mix and match tops and bottoms where we can just come up with a bunch of like uh, when you go to a, a department store, they make, they have a rack where it's like everything here matches for the people who can't, dress themselves so (laughs) (laughs) so let's not be that csu let's uh let's let's make things that match so um so i'm out on bonehorn in all in all cases i'm out hates all bonehorn hates ag day out out on both out on both no thank you no thank you um does csu do anything well right now do you like any of their uniforms uh because I would actually argue, if you look around the Mountain West, CSU is probably like top three or four. There are some bad <laughs> uniforms in the Mountain West. Yeah, the Mountain West is not. I mean, we we're talking about states that don't that are not really um, firing on all cylinders from a fashion standpoint, like Idaho and New Mexico. <laughs> Mexico subtly actually kind of has some okay uniforms. I'm just saying, but like there, theirs is like red, but they have like turquoise and stuff. So well, they, turquoise they, they, makes sense they, for them, but their logo sucks. Um, their logo is so boring. It sucks. The thing is, but you know what I mean? Like New Mexico, Idaho, um, Wyoming, these are not fashion hubs. Utah. These are not fashion <laughs> hubs. So you can get away with a lot more in these areas like than you'd be able to in say like Los Angeles or something. But um, <laughs> do you like Wyoming's uniforms? No, they're the worst in the world. They're so terrible. <laughs> I actually don't think they're as bad as everybody oh, makes them that, out to be. That color, they're not good. They're not good by any means because of that color dude, scheme. That, but it makes sense with the, their identity. Yeah, yeah, that they're that they are a combination of poo poo and pee pee. That that does make sense. No, but if you look, they're like if they wear their white jerseys, the like white and brown actually looks like okay. Yo. It's when you get the gold involved, it looks awful. You can't even say gold. That's yellow. That is yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, it's yellow. Brown and yellow. That is the, oh my gosh. I mean, you literally, those are the colors that your body tells you to disregard. Like if you <laughs> see something yellow and brown, like you should leave it be and keep walking. <laughs> Oh my God. So yeah, no, CSUs, they're they're kind of effing up right now, if we're being honest. They're Under Armour's doing too much. Um, they're trying too hard. This is but these are a bunch of try-hard looks. Um they have taken the classic 1990s BVP look and they've just they've just mucked it up by just adding little little bits and pieces all over the place that don't they don't add anything. They just really just kind of like dilute the look and they just make it more cluttered. Um, I do like the ram horn on the shoulder pad. That's the one thing that I do kind of like. I don't like the rams on the pants. It's, I mean, it's all right. It's just, again, it's that bone horn ram. I mean, no, thank you. The, the only place that I think that that's like, that I like that even a little bit is inside Moby on the wall where they've got like that, that bit, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, the, yeah, the paint yeah. on the wall, but I don't really like it either. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> like I would never, I would never make these selections if I was designing something ever. Um, and then, and then, so my favorite is honestly probably just the, the freaking uh, uh, green 
with gold pants. Like just the same one. <laughs> like I can't like that one though because I hate that the gold pants aren't actually gold. It drives me absolutely crazy. They're khaki pants. <laughs> yeah, like that that traditional look is probably my favorite look, but the current yeah. khaki gold, yeah. I wish they would never wear them again. Yeah, maybe they should wear that. Maybe the white pants would be all right with that if they wore a green sock or something, but just going white all the way down to the base is no good. Um so let's talk about it. Let, let's let's talk about the hot topic here. The state pride state uniforms. pride duties. WGT Golf is not only the most popular golf game in the world; it's also the official gaming partner of DNVR. You can download WGT and join the DNVR clubhouse by going to dnvrgolf.com. Play WGT Golf from the comfort of your couch or anywhere on the go. It's such a convenient app. So much fun. It's incredible graphics. I mean, for a phone game, this is amazing. I remember playing you know, mobile games on my phone four or five years ago. They were absolutely awful. This is the complete opposite. It's so dynamic. You have so much control. But then again, you know, it's not so overwhelmingly difficult that you can't you know, pick it up quickly. That's the other thing. You know, I want a phone game to be fun, but I don't want it to be so challenging that it's, you know, I have to sit there and work and work and work. It's not like a console game. It's a blast. There are tournaments. You can match up against your friends. It's just a great experience. Check out WGT Golf by going to dnvrgolf.com. State Pride Beauty. So when, when did these debut? These debuted in 2017 against Boise State okay. so, in a night that we all wished we could forget. <laughs> uh, me, me too, but from a fashion standpoint, I wish I could forget. So I'm, I don't love these uniforms. I, I do not love these uniforms. I think that they started off, uh, they started off with a 3-1 lead by having the, Colorado, the, the, the state. Well, first off, you grew up in Colorado. Yes. Did you ever have any regard for the flag when you were growing up? Probably not until like 2010 or 11-ish. Exactly. Exactly. No one liked that stupid flag. Like it just was. And it was, it's, it's literally primary colors there. It's like if you were given a package of crayons at Perkins while you were waiting, it would give you the three standard colors, which would be yellow, red, and blue. and it's just like it, it took everybody else moving from out of state where um, everybody like almost every f- state flag around the U.S. is is absolutely terrible. But you just didn't realize because you only saw your own and everybody like glommed on to this one. And they were like, oh, man, that's so sick. It's like it's like a C with a circle in it. And um, they, <laughs> they started to wear that C around. You were like, what? Like what's going on? And then like it suddenly became like because Colorado was cool, the flag was cool, like the this logo became cool, and it was very jarring for me because I never liked the flag even a little bit. I still don't like the flag. I won't like when I did the DNVR um, stuff. Like I didn't take the Colorado flag because Colorado. I mean, it's just so played out. But I took the basic shape of the Denver uh, flag, but then I just stripped everything out, all the colors, because these colors suck. Blue, red, and yellow sucks. It's a sucky color combination. So I don't like it. Like it, they're all white. They're washed out. They just put the C on the side. They didn't do anything to it. Like they, they gave, 
they uh, they just took the actual literal flag design, just slapped it on the on the uh, shoulder there. Um, that's actually the worst part about the state it's flag. Terrible. You, I think the pants look good. I think the helmets are cool. Helmet. I thought the jerseys were not cool. Yo, the helmets are boring. Like, make them dark blue or make them the blue color or something. Like, they're just so, they just look like you. They wouldn't do blue though because of Boise State. Whatever the case, like, make them green or something. But like, they, it just looks like you bought a Riddell helmet at, at, uh, play it against sports that was just white and you just put a sticker on the side that you got at a brewery. Well, that is what they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sticker that you got at a brewery, you put it on the side and you're like, look at us. It's a state pride. <laughs> so I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Like, I think that they could do something cool. The idea obviously is cool. And I love that they did something like this before Boulder did. And it made everybody in Boulder like super mad. Um, that part I liked a lot about these uniforms, but um, the uniforms themselves are quite underwhelming in my view. They look a lot better in person than they do in pictures. I will say. Well, that. that's not a great. I mean, that's. I mean, what, what is that? You know, like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like saying, like having seen them in person twice. Like they do. Like I like I remember both times being on the field, like seeing them up close and being like, "All right, these are pretty cool." Yeah. And then when I look at the pictures, it just they don't. It doesn't translate. Yeah, you're you're like a real. You're a big um, in person guy. Like you need the you need the iridescent pants to be shining from the the lights, and you need the. Like, so which is yeah, man. I, listen, I'm with it. I'm totally with it. That's a whole part of the the uniform design. It's like, how does it make the thing that you're watching look? How does it look against the grass? How does it look under the lights? What you know, like see you. Well, this is another one they sh- they should never wear in the daytime when they wore it against Boise State, and it was an eight thirty kickoff, and the lights were bright, and like it reflects off the helmets and uh-huh. stuff. It looked pretty cool, but then when they wore them this past year, it was against UNLV at a one thirty kickoff in a half empty stadium, and it's like it just it doesn't create the it's same got a lot of pride. Like <laughs> it's just like uh, yeah, like like see UNLV. CU has a helmet that they debuted I think last year that's black and has a gold reflective old school buffalo on the side and everybody likes it a lot and when you look at it it's it's it is like really cool looking except for when they were on the field they looked terrible because that reflective gold sticker was so reflective that you couldn't see the design anymore and like so i saw that they had like a whole um like you know, uh, bracket to find out which the best, which was the best helmet in the history of CU. And that one like finished either second or third. It was like really high up and looking at, just like you're saying, looking at the picture of it, the opposite of what you're saying, looking at the picture of it, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's really cool. But when I saw them actually in use, I was like, Nope, Nope. Design flaw. Like doesn't look good. Like you can't see it. It doesn't, it doesn't look right when it's actually on the field and that, that matters, man. So good for you. Good on you for realizing this. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few things. You, you can teach a blind dog a couple of tricks. They're not like great tricks. Like oh. they're not going to play catch or stuff. No, no, but no. Yeah, that dog's definitely still going to the uh, pound in the morning. But at least, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> at least the new owners will be like moderately excited about its one trick. <laughs> From the uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here because we've kind of incoherently rambled about these uniforms <laughs> yep. for like an hour. That's right. But um, speaking of the CU uniform, one of the things that always comes up for me, at least in this debate, I think CU's like traditional uniforms are so sick. The gold helmet with the black jersey. It sucks. They are really I good. don't understand why they would ever, why would you want to wear anything else? And, you know, we'll, we'll throw plenty of shade at CU all the time. Like, but just like from a pure design standpoint, yeah. they're very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. 
I hate the stormtrooper look, the all white. Yeah. Their gray alternates are boring. Yeah, people get bored. People just get bored and they want to, that's what I'm saying. Like they just like muck stuff up. They just got to like change stuff all the time. They got to, especially when you get like a new uniform maker in the mix and they've got to come and put their little stamp on it. You, you know, and then you have to have that like debut video where it's black and you can only see the outline of the guy. And it's like, yeah. and they show like all the little details. New era. Yeah, new yeah totally. totally. With a trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the problem problem is that uh, the internet has ruined yet another thing but you're right i mean and the same is true for me for those for those gold and green cu or csu uniforms from when i went to school like i just think they're like they just they that's them that's the you know like that is the csu uniform like stop must like messing around with it like what what, what is all this stuff <laughs> what are these bone hordes like what's going on like it all comes down to, you know, like you said, it's internet, it's recruiting. Totally. It's because when you have guys on campus, they want to be yeah. able to have you six to different jerseys on. You want to be able to put your gloves them. up and make a pattern. Yeah, you got to hold the <laughs> hold the pattern to make your gloves. And the jersey with no undershirt so that you can see the abs. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, the half, the whole the half shirt. I, th- that's that's the one thing that I'd like to see make a comeback is the, the half shirt uh, football uniform. That's That's the real innovation we need to see come back. You were you were just like you knew like if somebody came out and they had a half shirt on <laughs> that dude was like tough. Oh my god! And if god. they didn't, like you like you can't be a. It's like at the rec center. If you wear a shooting sleeve on the basketball oh, court, you better hit like nine <laughs> threes, bro. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna clown yeah. you. The half shirt is the same deal. Like you better just yeah. like hit like a Mac truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better be. You better be junior, goddamn Sam. Junior Sam, junior. You better be. The uh, the thing is, is I grew up in an era in the '80s where. Uh, normal people would w- walk around wearing half shirt. Men, mo- normal men would w- walk around wearing a half shirt, and um, it was. I never. I didn't do it. I, I look back now. Now I can't do it. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm, well, I, I just. <laughs> I just have never had the figure what, for that. That's like, what I'm saying. I'm, well, I'm now like. Unfortunately, when the half shirt invariably makes its comeback, like it's going to pass me by. I'm just. We'll never have a half shirt portion of my life, sadly. But um, I'd like to see it my favorite football players wearing it. That's all. <laughs> TJ Ward. They can, they can pull that look off yeah. a lot. Or like when people clowned on Ezekiel Elliott for his, uh, oh, his NFL yeah. draft look. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'll say this. If I had abs like that, I'd probably be wearing half shirts too. Me too. I, like the only thing Zeke Elliott and I have in common is our love of cereal and how much we love to eat it. That's, that's just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh man. So I, well, Eric, yeah. <laughs> I have I have one question about these CSU uniforms. If if you got to pick out of the current Ram uniforms, aside from the traditional gold pants, green jersey, green helmet, yep. they're only wearing one alternate. Which one? Which alternate uniform is CSU going to roll? I would with? probably do the the Ag Day. I mean, it's just so it's like so different, and it's just so it feels like a true alternate. Um, I don't, again, I don't like it, but it, it, at least it feels like something special is happening. And I do prefer it to the lazy, lazy, lazy state pride uniforms. <laughs> I like it. I like somebody has to, somebody has to say the controversial opinions. <laughs> you know, we, we maybe don't want to hear it, but it, they are pretty generic to be honest. They are, like, man. Listen, like I, I drew the uh, Ram that is the cover of this podcast. 
because shout out because I went to CSU and I hated our logo and it just bummed me out. Like I want a cool, like I love sports design and CSU just like, doesn't have anything that cool. It has, it has like that, that, like the, the circle Ram is like fine. It's clean or whatever. Um, it doesn't inspire any sort of like feelings of pride or confidence. Well, it doesn't, it also doesn't work like that logo is cool, but it doesn't work well for like uniform purposes. They did a helmet this year where they put it on the side, that like circle helmet yeah. for the, uh, on the white helmet for against San Diego state. And it just looked bad. Like that's the worst, in my opinion, the worst uniform they ever did. It's bad. It's bad. It was just boring. But so I just, I want like something, I want stuff that's like cool and interesting and weird and, and, and seems like it's been around for a long time. And I hate, you know, I hate like when uh, universities or just sports teams in general are like constantly reinventing themselves. It just tells me like you had to reinvent yourself because things weren't going well. So I want. Well, look at Alabama, baby. That, they ain't doing. Yeah. They ain't changing a That's thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I don't. I don't like the numbers on the side of their helmet, but um, but they're that's Alabama. That's that's them. Like they don't change. Like that. I like when people have found something that works and they stick with it. They're not afraid to be themselves forever more. They're not constantly like changing everything about themselves. Like when you meet somebody, you run into somebody you went to school with and they're like a completely different person. It's like, uh, so which, which, which one of you is, was the false one? Is it this one or was it that one? Like who, who, who is, which one should I not worry about knowing anymore? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah, so give me give me green and gold all day. Take Rams off the pants. Get off all these little patches. That Under Armour patch sucks. Sorry, Under Armour. I don't want I don't want the um, Ram horn on the shoulder. No, thank you. Um, make it clean. Give me a, a nice like collar gold. Let's make the pants iridescent again. Make gold great again. And make gold great again. <laughs> That's what this podcast is going to be titled. Let's do it, man. Let's just let's get back to where we were, man. Let's get ranked again. When can we get that T-shirt, Eric? Make gold great. Again. I, listen, I've got a. I. Uh, it's tough because uh, I'm only bringing it up because people every single time I bring up BVP, people tweet at me and get mad that we don't have the BVP shirt yet. I don't. Do, and I'm just. I promise you, we are talking about oh, it. It'll happen. Listen, it's coming. The problem. My life is now um, where I go online and strangers yell at me to do work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> make our shirts man come on like anytime anything happens people are like where's that shirt i'm like i, I dude i got it happened tonight man <laughs> i'm like dude i got so much going on like i i uh because i design everything for dnvr like everything like it, our I'll, I'll do the initial design of everything and then we have other guys that'll like carry it out like make updates or whatever and then i have other, then I have other clients. I, I'm just a busy person. And so I will. Listen, CSU people, I, I, you're my people. Like, I'll make sure for you. Don't worry about it. We're going to get some sweet shirts. You know, I just need some time. You know? I just need a little time. <laughs> give the man some time. If, if you give him some time, it will come. It will come, baby. I had to be careful about how I said that. because just... <laughs> No, it, come on. Let's feel the dreams, sort of. I knew you, man. Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know if people watch that movie anymore, though. It's like pretty old, like probably like ninety four. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody young has seen anything old. Uh, I've learned, but I think that is so ubiquitous in the culture that you're at least aware of it. Had if whether or not you've seen it or not. I mean, there's like commercials about it and stuff. I mean, I don't think Field of Dreams is like the best worst movie of all time. It's like the concept of it is so corny oh, and cheesy, but so I just, corny. I love it. Listen, it's like one of my top movies. I just don't care. The other day we were talking about sports movies and I, uh, he got game came up cause it was, it's been the 22nd anniversary of he got game coming out and also a corny movie. Ray Allen good. being named Jesus Shuttlesworth. And, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, do you guys like this movie? And they were like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And I was like, this movie sucks. This is a terrible movie. But the thing about it is that I think every sports movie sucks, like at its core, like every sports movie is melodramatic and like plays out, like it tries to tap into emotions that it has no right tapping into. It hasn't earned that. It just like says like people like football, right? So then you can get like really emotional about the idea of football without actually having to establish an interesting story. And every, with every, you know, so he got a game is like unbelievably melodramatic, very stupid. The uh, dialogue is terrible. Uh, Spike Lee makes terrible movies. I don't want to hear anything different. And, but it's beloved. So it's not a good movie, but it's like a fine sports movie. Like there's sports movies are a thing and then like movies are a thing. Like never the twain should Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I wanna be